War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with something new. I'm live on Periscope and I am going to record this live on Periscope every day around lunchtime, hopefully. And then that will become that day's Bloggle spot. If you haven't, I'm sorry, I'm still working on some technicalities here, like Periscope still playing and so I can hear myself twice um, maybe that went away alright so there was our first technical difficulty um, yeah so I'm going to try to do this every day uh, around lunchtime do a live periscope audio only obviously because you can't see my beautiful face and then that day and then that will become that day's bloggle spot I already said that but here we go uh, if you don't know what a bloggle spot is, uh, quick history on that. I used to, um, every day after when I left work, I would get on my phone. Uh, I'd turn my phone on, obviously, recording on the way home from work and rant about Auburn for 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and then get home, upload it to SoundCloud, and then that became kind of like a daily short podcast. Uh, and I've Got up to 216 of those over about a two-year span. And just kind of, well, my job situation changed. I started working from home and obviously never rode home from work anymore. So I really didn't have a chance to record them. I did, but it was different. I didn't really want to do it at home and whatever. But now I uh, got a nice little podcasting mic and setup and whatever. Been working with OBS which is kind of a platform to stream to Twitch and Periscope and various things like that. And now it's kind of easy. I got my setup and I can record this on Periscope every day. Now, as we listen to the first time, let me open up Periscope so that I can see what you guys are saying because that's kind of the point of this. Um, so again, I'm going to record this every day, every weekday probably. Um, and then it's obviously recording as we do this and then put it on uh, SoundCloud blog spot later that day. So if someone could comment. I see there's 23 people here. Um, somebody comment. Let me see if I can say something. Hello. Is anyone there? Someone just gave me a heart. Someone could comment and that way I can see what you guys are saying and then we can interact here. And how do I sound? I've got a fairly halfway decent podcast mic. It's not okay. First one ever. We got Jimmy Busby, one of my favorite Twitter people, giving me an RT. Of course, Alabama has to show up first here. Um, so, Chuck and Sports, our gambler, uh, resident gambler on Bloggle, he's checking in. Okay, so here's here's going to be the the semi-problem or something I'm going to have to remember is that the people who listen to this bloggle spot, they're not going to be able to see the comments. So I'm going to have to get, do a good job of saying who said what. Um, and obviously this isn't always going to be just me talking to comments. I'm going to rant like I used to about sports, um, about Auburn. Um, so just thanks to remember. And if you guys have a better idea of what I can do here, let me know. I don't, I mean, this just kind of popped in my head. I am kind of big into Twitch. I don't Twitch a lot. 
I mean, I Twitch, but like Gus during interviews, but I don't like stream gaming a lot. I have before on another account. Um, but unless I'm going to show my face, I don't totally see the need for that yet. So, and already Jimmy Busby, the Alabama fan, doesn't understand what I'm saying. But, so, I think for now, just doing this audio periscope is fine. And then it'll kind of suffice as my bloggle spot, I guess. Does that make sense? Does anybody care? Is it going to make sense for me to use my old bloggle spot space where I was just ranting into a phone and then that was it? Is this new interactive Periscope recording, is that going to, is that going to matter? Is that going to transfer? Is that going to still feel like the same thing? Because if it is, I'll start it now. This is Bloggle Spot number 217. It is January 15th in the year of our gush, 2000, 2019. It is 12.08 and it is currently, according to my Amazon spot that I got for Christmas, 38 degrees outside. Are you kidding me? And I'm in Opelika. Um, all right, so I did see one question on Periscope, and it was thoughts on Austin Kendall. Um, apparently, you know, that was the backup quarterback to uh, Kyler Murray, and I was trying to think of the guy before him. Plays for the Browns now. I'm not this stupid. Uh, beat us in the in the iron in the Sugar Bowl. See, I can, this is a good thing. I can be on Twitter and I can, I mean, I can be on Google and search things that I can't think of right now that are absolutely stupid. Uh, Baker Mayfield. So, Austin Kendall, back up to, to Baker Mayfield, back up to Kyler Murray at Oklahoma. He was in town at Auburn yesterday with his mom visiting. What do I think about that? Ask Belcher family. Um, I don't know. I mean, there, in terms of Auburn's current quarterback situation, Bo Nix appears to be very, very good at a high school level and at an upper high school level. He went to all of the camps and won all the awards and all that. To that, I'll say so did Neil Caldwell. Well, Neil Caldwell's problem was that he was behind Cam Newton. But um, Bo Nix appears to be very good. Now, do we trust a freshman quarterback? Normally, you'd say no, but who just won the national championship? Obviously, you know, five-star, probably best quarterback of the entire class, hands down, one of the best players coming out of last year's high school class. Um, so, it can be done. Um, Stan White played as a freshman, and we won a few games. Won the bowl game that year, which is kind of funny because his dad came in after Stan White when he got hurt in the the 1993 Iron Bowl. Um, so, Bo Nix seems like a good option, but he's still a freshman. So, do you, and if this is everybody's, Gus has to show what he's made of year or he's gone year, do we want to put everything in on Bo Nix? I don't know. I felt, I mean, that's tough. We got a tough opener. Do you want to throw a freshman in Jerry World against Oregon, against a supposedly good quarterback? Then your other option is is Malik Willis. I don't think he's an option. I think he's a backup. I think he'll probably transfer when he doesn't get the starting job. I don't know. I'd like for him to stay just because I want people to stay at Auburn and be an option. But I just don't know that he's exactly what Auburn's going to have. I'm not bashing him at all. But 
you know, he is the quarterback like Nick Marshall that that can run this offense. What everybody says is the right way, but we saw some things this year that when to hand it off, when to not, taking a safety against Alabama State. That's always just kind of stuck out in my head. Hey, here's Landon Howell. Wow, Southern Miss. Um, so, uh, Bonex, good, but do we know how good as a freshman? Malik Willis, I don't think so. I love him, but I don't think so. Um, and then Joey Gatewood. Joey Gatewood didn't play all year. He was hurt. His thumb was hurt or something. He was changed from number one to number 13. Was that a disciplinary thing? I think somewhat. Was it a humbling thing on the field? I think somewhat. But then he came in the bowl game, obviously in trash time, but had a very good-looking run. I thought he scored, but he didn't when you look back at the replay. Uh, but he looked good. I don't, I mean, you can't say, oh, he must not be that good because he wasn't starting or playing because Jared Sidham was the quarterback. And he was still a red shirt and all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. Bo Nix and Joey Gatewood, I think, will be very good quarterbacks. Will they be very good quarterbacks next year? I don't know. That's why, back to the question, thoughts on Austin Kendall. Oklahoma quarterbacks are typically pretty good. Obviously, he didn't play a ton. I think he was hurt most of the year. Sorry, I don't know everything about Austin Kendall. But I think he was hurt most of this year. Um, but if if uh, Lincoln Riley likes you if to be on the team, enough on the team, um, and be a backup to the Heisman Trophy winner, you're probably pretty good. So if we can throw another option in there, and we also have Cord Sandberg, but I don't know if he's – really an option. I don't even know if he thinks he's really an option or if he was ever really brought on to be an option. I don't know. But uh, if we've got a third option at quarterback, somebody who's been around college a little bit longer and was the backup to the Heisman Trophy winner and and we can have that, sure, bring on Austin Kendall. Bring him here. And his name starts with AU, just like Auburn. So there we go. And we've got about what, 10 comments in here, two of them, three of them are actual words and not testing, and two of them are Bama fans. What a surprise. Anybody surprised? I'm not. The very first Periscope Live slash going to be uploaded as a bloggle spot later. We got an RT bloggle from Jimmy Busby. We got our RT from Jose456. So there we go. Um, so... I didn't have a ton to talk about today. It's obviously semi, and I know we're right in the middle of basketball. SEC is going, but let's be honest. In the in those middle days where there's no games, it is sort of dead. Football is completely done. Um, we got the draft coming up, I guess, the combine, um, and all that. But it's somewhat dead. So I will. Uh, the one thing I was going to rant about was the rankings. Like I always do. I think the last podcast I did, which was last year, like an actual podcast, I complained about the rankings. Uh, Auburn is number 14 in, in, in this week's AP poll. They're 12-3. and three. I'm not worried about that. They dropping three spots after losing at Ole Miss, who is now ranked number 18. I wasn't surprised by that. They beat Georgia, who's not very good. They lost to Ole Miss. Um, didn't look very good. Uh, but uh, my problem was, Kentucky moving from 18 to 12. Yes, a lot of teams ahead of them lost. They had the same record as Auburn. They lost to Alabama a week ago. 
Alabama just lost to Texas A&M, who Auburn plays tomorrow. Texas A&M has a losing record. Alabama has lost to Georgia State as well. So you've got Kentucky, who's got transitive losses to bad Texas A&M. Georgia State, Alabama lost North. Alabama lost to Northeastern as well. Um, the only real impressive win, I guess, that Kentucky has is North Carolina. But this is not your grandma's North Carolina. Um, as everybody's favorite Bammer says, Michael Jordan ain't walking through that door um, on this on the North Carolina team. So I don't know. There, there's not much. Every time I say something about a ranking, and I'm feeling my rant coming, every time I say something about a ranking, especially in basketball, all I get is, who cares? It doesn't matter. Okay, then why do they do it? I know it doesn't matter. All that matters is getting to the tournament and winning the tournament, and the rankings have nothing to do with that. But there is still a committee of human beings that have rankings in the back of their head. No matter what you want to say, this goes to football and the playoffs and whatever, Human beings are affected by rankings. So if a team is ranked or not ranked, it doesn't matter what they're what we you know, what really gets them into the tournament and whatever, they're gonna have that in the back of their head. They're gonna think, oh well this team lost to four ranked teams, even though that doesn't matter at all. And my whole my whole gripe is if we're gonna do it, do it right. You got AP voters all around the country that spend time doing something you got one guy who, who voted Duke, who did not rank Duke last week because he's still doing some sort of grandstanding about scheduling away games. So, it's not a true ranking, and it's, it's, not, it's not, people don't take it seriously. The people who do it don't even take it seriously because they want to push some sort of, you hadn't played a road game yet kind of thing. I mean, Duke, who's number one, did lose to Syracuse last night. Obviously, one of the top three teams in the nation, hands down, who Auburn only lost two by six. Obviously, one of the top three teams in the nation, and you're not ranking them just because you want to say, oh, I've got some power here, let me use it. Now, and then we actually look at those rankings, spend time, thousands of articles every day written about them. Obviously, it does matter. I'm not saying it matters to the postseason. I'm not saying it matters to... uh, your seed, although, it, again, it will subconsciously matter to those people seeding. It will. But if you're going to do something, do it right. A lot of things don't matter. This this periscope right now doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Cam 12 Caldwell posting right now in the comments. Rankings don't matter. They don't matter. But they still do them. So let's do them right. This, Like I said, this periscope doesn't matter, but I'm going to try to do it right. Okay. Am I getting punked or spammed here? Because two different people said the exact same thing. One person put a cat with hard eyes after it, but whatever. Uh, rankings don't matter. A lot of things don't matter. A lot. But if you're going to do it, do it right. If you're going to spend time, money, and there's going to be articles written about it, do it right. Don't spend, don't waste our time with your little bit of power that you think you have to not rank Duke or to go, oh, Kentucky's usually pretty good. I know they lost to Alabama, who has a ton of terrible losses, and they, don't, they hadn't really looked good this year, but I'm going to jump them six spots because, you know, they won this week. They beat Vandy and Texas A&M. Two lower to, you know, 
mid to very lower SEC teams. If those people can be affected by the name Kentucky, then the people voting and doing the seeding can be affected by seeing numbers by their name. Those numbers are there for a reason. They spark interest. Auburn, Auburn and Oregon both finished this last football season out of the rankings, just barely. But they'll probably both be top 15. So their opening game next year will matter. The AP poll doesn't do it that way, but other people will. So, let me see. Other comments. Let's develop one of the four QBs we have. I'm not going to get into quarterback development and all that stuff that people like to say. I will throw Chris Todd out there. Chris Todd that nobody wanted on the team at all, and everybody was surprised when he came back. Gus Malzahn comes in, and he breaks almost every passing record Auburn had, and then Cam broke a few of them. So, that seems like some pretty good quarterback development. Auburn doesn't need a stellar quarterback. Let's just be honest. If if everybody wants Malik Willis to run the read option, we don't need a stellar quarterback. We need a guy who decides when to hand the ball off and who doesn't. Auburn just had Jarrett Siddham, one of the best passers they've ever had. He's sixth highest in passing yards, and he played two years. One of the best passing quarterbacks that Auburn's ever had. And it was good enough to get to the SEC championship game last year. Still lost four games and then had this year. I mean, we saw against Purdue what he could do against a mediocre team. But we saw against Alabama last year, who won the national championship, that he could beat them too. So everybody's always saying, you know, Gus doesn't belt quarterbacks. It's like, and then last year everybody wanted to say, we don't have an advanced route tree. When have you ever used the word route tree in, in, in your daily life or heard anybody else use it other than somebody on a message board that wanted to sound smart, but they probably coached middle school football and heard something one time? All right, we're getting at a good rant here. All right, only 13 people. I've scared a bunch of y'all off. Um, does it tell me how long I've recorded? No, that would be good. But it looks like I've recorded about 20 minutes. Um, so, yeah, I don't want these to be very long. I want them to be just like the bloggle spots were before 10, 15 minutes. Every once in a while, I'll get, get them pretty long. Um, but, again, if anybody has any better ideas of how to do this, my plan right now is to record these every day around lunch when I have a little break and then or stream these every day around lunch. So it's live right now. It's not live right now if you're listening to it later, but you know what I mean. It's live. People can hear it right now. And then upload it as a bloggle spot later onto my SoundCloud, which you can also get through Google Play and Apple Podcast app. Just search bloggle. It's right there on the screen. B-L-O-G-L-E spots. So if does anybody have any other things they want to, me to yell at or any other ideas? Um, somebody did say, how do you feel about the incoming basketball recruiting class? I know we've got the guy... Um, I can't think of their names. There's two guys that are really good. One's a four-star. One, two, or Both are four-stars. I will say this. Almost every guy we got last year coming in is four-star. I mean, there's one three-star. Auburn used to be pumped with a three-star, like ecstatic with a three-star. And Bruce has got average four-stars coming in now. Now, the problem is we've got to figure out how to play with four and five-stars. 
And Bruce is still figuring that out, I think. Like, Wiley would look great one game, but then Anthony looked awesome this past game. Horace will take up the slack when both of them are kind of struggling. But, you know, I I think we kind of got ahead of ourselves on a few of these players, thinking how good they were or how NFL, not NFL, NBA-ready they were. And we were like, oh, he's going to be here one year and he's gone. Well, I think some of those people were saying, probably need another year. I think you know what I'm talking about. But I think I just said, I hate what I'm talking about. Maybe I'll understand what that was. Um, but we honestly just got to figure out how to play with the players we have. And Purifoy hadn't played in two games. And he was one of our highest rated recruits three years ago. The problem is he was high for three years ago. Would he be high for right now? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm not saying he's a bad player. But I think we still remember, Hor- I mean, Horace Spencer was like one of the highest rated recruits we ever got. And now he's a role player. Very good. Plays hard. Love him. But he's a role player. He's a filler. And he plays very well. But still, he's not Mustafa, who Mustafa was. He's not Jared Harper. He's not Wiley sometimes. So, let's see. Joey Gatewood looked pretty good in the two minutes he did play in the Music City Bowl. Graham says that. Yes, he did. And I, I talked about that a little bit earlier. He looked good for that. I don't know if that means he can play Oregon next year in game one. So, we'll just have to see. He's a he's a, a very good, good-looking athlete. I'll say that. It did always sort of bother me, and maybe this showed how loyal he was. It did sort of bother me that he was recruited or he was committed for like two years and it didn't seem like anybody else was going after him after that. Maybe they just knew how strong he was here. Uh, But you never really heard, hey, Florida's trying to steal him. LSU's trying to steal him. So I'm not saying he's not good, but that just, I don't know, that kind of intrigued me, I guess you could say. All right, so... All right, we're getting some questions now. Evan Ginsburg says, Bo Nix possibly taking over as TF. Well, I don't know what TF is. Uh, let me look at the keyboard. Is QB next to TF? No. I don't know. Uh, who are you hoping to start next year or think will be the most ready? All right, Kana Turner. So this is what happens when you do a live stream. People don't see the link till 10 minutes later, and we've already talked about this stuff. So that, that is one thing that kind of bothered me or kind of, see, I'm seeing a lot of people roll in now. People were dropping off. I was ready to end, and now a lot of people are coming in. So this is one of those things that do I need to uh, stay on here for an hour, which I really don't want to because I want to eat lunch because I'm doing this during a lunch break. Uh, but um, I don't know. TF stands for true freshman. So possibly taking over true freshman. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. He's very good. He's very good for a senior high school quarterback compared to all the other senior high school quarterbacks because he won awards. He went to all those camps and won and was MVP and all this kind of stuff. Very good. But does that translate to being able to beat Oregon next year or beat Alabama? I don't know. Do you think that George Pickens will stay on board? Now, if you're coming here for recruiting analysis, it's not the place for that. I don't – I like – I care about recruiting on National Signing Day. But George Pickens, from what I've read, obviously he's I saw he was ranked the number seven player overall now, um, which would be our highest in the class. 
it seems like he likes to play around and it seems like he likes to go get the swag from all the schools, which I think I would do. I wouldn't do it from Alabama, probably not Georgia. But if I was a, a five-star recruit and I could go to any place and get every sweatshirt and glove and jersey and whatever from every school, I would do that for sure, 100%. So it does seem like George Pickens is on board with Auburn, but he does kind of like to play the game. and But not in a cocky way or a thing like that. It just seems like he's just, if the game's going to be there, play it. Oh, let's put that on a t-shirt. All right. Any other questions before I end this? Yeah, I think I'm going to do these for about 30 minutes. This It's been almost 30 minutes. Um, obviously, every I won't spend 10 minutes explaining what a bloggle spot is and how I'm going to do this now, but I think I can find 30 minutes to talk about. Tomorrow's Auburn plays uh, Texas A&M at 6 p.m. at College Station, which we can talk about that, actually. Auburn can't dribble away from home. Have y'all ever noticed that? Like Bryce Brown, he's not the greatest ball handler in the world. He likes to dribble a lot between his legs and stuff to to confuse the the defender and then pops a three in their face. But we try to drive, and we can't dribble. We throw it down low to Wiley. We can't catch the ball. Um, I think Ole Miss and NC State were our, easily our two worst games. Easily. I mean, we lost, those, those are two over three losses. The other loss was to Duke. We lost by six points. But, I mean, NC State is ranked, and they're, they're good. But Auburn played awful, and it was a close game. If Auburn plays semi-okay, they beat them. We go to Ole Miss, who's obviously better than anybody thought they'd be. They were picked last in the SEC, mainly just because they had a new coach. But Auburn could not dribble, and it was still a close game. It was like a five-point game with four minutes to go. Now, they ended up winning by 15 because we got into the foul game and all that kind of stuff. But, and again, Ole Miss is now ranked as well. Um, so, I don't, it's it's all about the target. It's all about the, the opposing crowd going crazy because, hey, look, number 11 Auburn's in town. We're going to tear them up, all that kind of stuff. I mean, Ole Miss shouldn't have beaten Auburn. They're still good. They beat Mississippi State on the road right after that. Mississippi State was ranked 14th, which is what Auburn's ranked now. So, Auburn, if they can just... I mean, Auburn shot okay against Ole Miss. They had a ton of threes. They didn't get the ball inside, but they had a ton of threes. Only had nine points in the paint, I think. That's all. Uh, but they... If they just can hold the ball, cannot dribble off their foot driving, cannot dribble it out of bounds while going behind their back. I mean, it, it just... It's like... We, we've taken these major steps with Bruce. We got semi-relevant. We got the excitement of him being here. We got better recruits. We got semi-relevant. Last year, we got very relevant. We won a regular season championship. And now, everybody knows you're good, and you're always going to get everybody's best, whether it's the players or the fans or the student section or whatever. You're going to get everybody's best, and that's just how it is. And that's the next step of being successful because you're going to see everybody's best. I mean, there's no other way to say it. You're going to get everybody's best, and you're going to have to be able to handle it. And when the other team goes up 10-2, to two, and you haven't made a three-pointer yet, five minutes into the game, you can't give up. I don't think they have. Last year, they kind of did a few times. Two years ago, they did. 
but it, obviously it did, it did happen a lot last year because they didn't lose a lot. But Auburn can outscore everybody. They have been exposed on defense with some back cuts and and set plays, a lot against Georgia, a lot against Ole Miss. I don't know if somebody's seen something or figured something out, but just a lot of wide-open layups behind a center. I don't know. So, uh, all right, what else we got? Uh, basically, okay, what I was saying was, if Auburn can dribble, they can beat Texas A&M pretty badly. But Texas A&M, I think they still have a losing record, but just beat Alabama on a buzzer beater. Now number 14, Auburn's coming into town. A&M has not been very good this year, but they've been very good in the years past. They're the only team to beat Auburn at home in the last two seasons by one point, and it shouldn't happen anyway. But uh, any, uh, NHG2K asks, any words on who the wide receiver coach will be? Um, no, because I don't think Auburn needs a wide receiver's coach. They need a running back's coach. Is that what we're talking about? Cody Burns' wide receiver's coach. Tim Horton left. Unless something's happened today and I haven't seen it. Uh, good job. Like it. Keep it up. Thanks, Evan. Uh, Auburn sports is just scary when they're away. I think everybody's that way. Auburn fans like to pretend that Auburn is the only fan. Auburn is the only team that ever loses. Auburn's the only team that ever struggles. Auburn's the only team that ever whatever. Alabama just lost in the national championship and all their players and coaches are leaving. Georgia just lost in the Sugar Bowl and all their players and coaches are leaving. What if that was happening at Auburn? It'd be the worst thing in the history of the world. But it happens everywhere. Uh, also, will you send out a tweet telling us when we're, you're about to go live? Yes, I should have done that today. It's It was new. I'll do that next time. I'll say 15 minutes or whatever. Cody moved to running backs coach. Is that true? I didn't hear that. I have not heard that. And it I'm gonna I'm gonna search Twitter real quick because I don't unless it's like literally just happened. Yep. Two days ago. Did somebody no, I don't know if that's true. Brandon Marcello says it. Okay, if he says it, I believe it. And I'll be honest. Brandon Marcello kind of he didn't really give me the idea for this, but he's been doing a lot of Twitch Auburn after dark kind of thing, and I've always wanted to somewhat do that, but I'm not. I I don't. I don't know. We'll get into my anonymity later. It has nothing. It's not security. It's just fun and funny. But I just don't want to do that yet because that take some of the fun out of it. But anyway, the whole point of that was to say, I trust what Brandon Marlowe says on that, if that's true. Uh, and if I haven't seen that, which I have, I don't see any tweets about it other than a guy two days ago saying, got zero idea why we'd want Cody Burns coaching running backs. Maybe because they know a better wide receiver coach is coming in. I don't know. But anyway. Alright, we're losing people. That's good. It's time to end this thing. Um, so yeah, if you have any uh Feedback, tweet me, Warbloggle. It's right there on the screen. Uh, follow me on SoundCloud, just soundcloud.com slash Warbloggle. You can see, you can uh, listen to this later. It's all. I've also got a podcast feed uh, there as well. So if you want to look up Bloggle Spots or the Warbloggle podcast, which I'm going to get into later, uh, that's all on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Um, just search it and add it there. Uh, and I believe you'll be able to listen to this pod, this Periscope again for a time period. I'm not sure. 
this is all figuring it out as we go. Um, but thanks for everybody that came. And um, yeah, this has been Bloggle Spot number 217, Periscope Lifestyle. War Eagle.